With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenet Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven of privilege that our Lord allows us day after day, together by the radio, to open God's eternal Word and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're continuing our study on the ministry of the Holy Spirit in overseeing the Bible, the Word of God. And for the last couple of days, we have looked at the ministry of the Holy Spirit and inspiration. I pointed out to you in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16, where the Bible said that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. And then we went to Second Peter chapter number 1, and in verse 20 and 21, the Bible said, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scriptures is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of men, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So, my friend, let me just say to you a simple way of saying what I want to say is this Bible, the Word of God that we have opened before us today, preserved for we English-speaking people in the King James Version of the Word of God, is a God-breathed, supernatural book. It is not the work of man, but holy men of God who were moved upon by the Holy Spirit. And we looked at several passages in the Word of God where the Bible itself claims the Holy Spirit to be the author of the words that were given. The Bible said in 2 Samuel 23 and verse 1 and 2, David said, The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my mouth. And then in Acts chapter 1, verse number 16, the disciples said, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake concerning Judas. So again, we see both in the Old Testament and the New Testament that the word of God given by David was not the word of David, but it was the word of God he spoke by the Holy Ghost using the instrument of David to speak the word. We found in the book of Hebrews chapter number 1 and verse number 1, God, who at sundry times and in divers' manners spake in times past unto our fathers by the prophets. And then we looked at Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 through 11, which is a quotation from Psalms 95. And the Bible said, Wherefore the Holy Ghost saith, Today, if you will hear his voice, it does not attribute the words to man, 
but the words of the Holy Ghost. So I pointed out to you, it's a miraculous book. It's a supernatural book. It is a book that is divinely inspired, written over a period of 1,600 years, using about 40 different human authors. But yet when you analyze the Word of God, you find no contradiction in its teaching. So when you look at this, you realize it is not the work of mere mortal man, but it is the Word of God. And then I mentioned to you that we believe in the plenary verbal inspiration of the Word of God. The word plenary simply meaning all, and the word verbal means word. So that simply means that we believe every word of God is inspired of God. I go back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16, where the Bible said, All Scripture. How much Scripture is all Scripture? Well, from the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, to the last verse in the book of the Revelation. Yet there are many today who produce other translations that leave out words, even verses, and even some entire chapters in the Word of God. You say, Brother Blue, you speak a lot about the words. Let me tell you why I do. The Bible said in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and verse number 6, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. That verse is given in the Old Testament in Proverbs chapter 30, verse number 5 and verse number 6. Listen to what our Lord said to us in the New Testament age at the closing of the book of the Revelation. Before John is to close out in chapter 22, the Holy Ghost had John to put this in the Word of God. He said, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words, W-O-R-D-S, the words of this prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words, W-O-R-D-S, of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Again, I remind you, Jesus said in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my W-O-R-D-S shall not pass away. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse number 47, He that is of God heareth God's words. You therefore hear them not, because you're not of God. And then in John 15, 7, Our Lord said, If you abide in me, and my W-O-R-D-S, my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. I'm simply saying that I am emphasizing the Holy Spirit inspired the words of the Word of God because that is the principle that is taught us in the Bible itself. So we see the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the work of inspiration. Listen to this statement I'm about to make. Any writing or any individual that you hear today or read today 
that claims to have equal inspiration or similar inspiration to what the men of God had who pinned down these scriptures, you better mark that person. They're a false prophet, and you better not read their material. They are not inspired as were the men who pinned down the scriptures of God. Now then, let's go on to the fact of illumination. Where the ministry of inspiration completed, the Holy Spirit will then begin the ministry of illumination, which simply means that the ministry of the Holy Spirit concerning the Word of God now is shining light upon that which He has already inspired. And may I say to you, since this is a supernatural book, then you and I must have supernatural guidance of the Spirit of God if we're going to understand the Word of God and rightly divide the Word of God. You say, Preacher, how can we do that? Notice the Scriptures. In John chapter 14, verse 26, the Bible said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said of you. Again, in John 16, 13, the Bible said, How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, for he will show you things to come. Notice in these passages of Scripture, there are three promises given by the Lord concerning the work of the Holy Spirit for the believer in dealing with the Scriptures. Number one, the Bible said in verse number 26 of chapter 14 that he would bring all things to our remembrance. Then in chapter number 16 and verse number 13, he will guide you into all truth. And then again in that verse, the Bible said he will show you things to come. So when we have difficulty understanding the Scriptures, I'm so glad if we're saved, we have the author of the book living inside of us, and he delights in this portion of his ministry of revealing to us, shining light upon the dark and deep things of the Word of God and showing us truth in such a manner that we will understand what he says. I want to give you one example of this in the Word of God in Acts chapter number 2. In fact, this chapter is filled with what I'm dealing with right now. You see, as long as Christ was alive upon the earth, the disciples walked with him and worshiped and honored him. But when Christ died, was buried, rose again, and then 40 days later ascended, the disciples find themselves in a dilemma. They do not have a Savior with them anymore. But you know what they have? They have the Scripture. And on the day of Pentecost, Simon Peter literally opens the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit does not give him new inspiration, but he gives illumination. Let me show you in the Scriptures. In Acts 2.16 through verse number 21, Peter said, But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And he goes on to explain, this is that which David spoke about. So 
It had been spoken hundreds of years before. The Holy Spirit is not giving new inspiration. He simply is shedding light on what had already been inspired. Again, down in the same chapter, Acts 2, verse 25, Peter still speaking. He said, For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. And then he comes on down. David said, Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither will I suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the way of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Now listen to Peter's summary. Men and brethren, let me speak freely unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, for being a prophet and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on a throne. He seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. You see what Peter's doing? He is now speaking under the illumination power of the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost revealing to him what he had already inspired in the Old Testament. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, it's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Amen.